Even if you're not focusing on something specific, you can just kind of fill it with activity and with things that make you happy. So, you know, it could be hearts, balloons, teddy bears, flowers, colours that you like. And just send that through your body. Fill it with love, with joy, with happiness, with contentment, all through your body and then back up and out as far as it will go. Hey, I'm Ronia Sakata, founder of the Joy Academy and queen of joy. That's how my friends call me. It's so important to me that my life is full of joy and that I enjoy every moment because I know how fast it could be over. We can do so many things to bring joy in our lives, to create joy. And that's what this podcast is all about. I talk with people and they tell me how they bring joy to their everyday life and how they create a life full of joy. So let's dive right in and please tell me after the episode what your takeaway is from this talk. Welcome Angie Taylor to the Let's Create Joy podcast. I'm so happy that you are here. We just recalled it's been six years since we saw us the first and the last time at the live event in London. So I just, I'm so happy to talk to you for a whole hour about you and what you do and what brings you joy and how you create joy in your everyday life, because that's the magic we want to know from you. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Ronya. It's a real pleasure to be here. And I can't believe it's been so long since we met. Um, I'm a French translator, French to English translator, but more importantly, probably for the purposes of joy. I'm also an EFT and matrix re-imprinting practitioner. That's tapping emotional freedom techniques. Um, and it's just so amazing to have such a fabulous tool literally at my fingertips for creating joy. And it's just so easy and just, you just kind of do a little bit every day, just help bring your joy levels up, get rid of the blocks, and you can do it for yourself, but it's just so wonderful to be able to do it for other people and help them chip away at what's blocking them and help them that find help them find the joy inside them as well. And that's that just gives me such a buzz. It's really so good. beautiful. You have to explain afterwards, okay? To mm -hmm. I love tapping myself, so that would be so cool if you if you bring everybody to the fingertips. That's that's really right. It, if you have two hands, you have this tool to your fingertips all the yeah, time. Yeah, even just one hand's good enough. Yes, you yeah. need one hand. That's true. <laughs> but I'm sure you, I'm sure you know Brad Yates, the American um, EFT. I won't call him a guru. The EFT guy. Um, he often compares tapping to Michelangelo's Statue of David, and he said the Statue of David was always in the block of marble. You just had to chip away at the bits that weren't meant to be there. And then you uncover this beautiful statue. And he says, that's what it's like with all of us. We just chip away at the bits we don't need anymore and uncover our real joyful selves. And I think that's a beautiful analogy. And what brings you personally joy? Like what is, of course, helping others. You've told us that already, but like in your everyday life, um, just just random, whatever comes to your mind. Um, 
I just I try and look at the small things. I think it's so important not to take anything for granted. Even if you just, even if at the end of the day, all you've got to be grateful for is that you saw a beautiful flower while you were out for a walk or your cup of coffee tasted amazing or smelled wonderful. That's something, just don't take anything for granted. And I always try to be grateful and show gratitude at the end of every day. Um, look for the small things that are often easy to overlook if we're busy and we're just going about our lives. We're looking for these, often looking for these huge moments of joy, wonderful experiences, but you can find them in the tiny things. And I think that's really important. So that's what I try to do. Yeah, that's something I love to do too. Like really, like you can train your eyes and your whole perception for the little things, I think. Like a little kid, I just pick the feather from the ground and I always feel like, oh, my angels are with me. That's just like, yeah, I, I think it's a child, what the child can do, we can take and, and use it as grown-ups too for, for being in wonder. I took mm -hmm. a video of the blossom, the cherry blossoms are now like the, the buds are so, they're just about, there was one flower open already on the whole tree. Oh, and I love cherry blossoms. Mm, so, it's, so do I, it's beautiful. Yes, the little things. I'm so, such a big fan of the little things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, going for a walk in spring when all the cherry blossoms out, it's just so wonderful, isn't it? Beautiful. I met my husband underneath the cherry blossom trees in Japan, you know, so it's, it's, it's even more, um, yeah, it's just like the beauty of these blossoms and it's 20 years ago. And um, yeah, it reminds me of this, of this cherry blossom mm -hmm. party because Japanese yeah. people are really celebrating the, 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 the sakuras. So yeah, they love it, don't they? And they yeah. have so much of it. Yeah. Amazing. But that's it's so easy enough that just every tree in the whole city not every you know but so many trees are just cherry trees cherry blossom trees without cherries um just so many blossoms so at the same time it's just like bam mm. the beauty is immensely beautiful yeah yeah we have a few on the street outside so i make sure i look at them every day because they're there for such a short time aren't they you really have to enjoy them yeah yeah Yeah, that's again the not taking it for granted part. It's it, that's really a um, powerful, I think. Even though it's kind of a sadness in it that it's mm -hmm. not granted, it's powerful at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. And how do you create joy in your everyday life? Like, like really, um, like seeing the little things is 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 acknowledging it, but creating it for yourself. What are your habits also and how do you treat yourself to feel joyful and take care of yourself um i set my intentions for the day every morning and i make sure that i build into that some of the things that i know will bring me joy so i make sure i always have time for some reading i always have time for some music even if i don't if i've got time i'll just kind of stand up and dance around the kitchen <clears throat> to some really good music or I just listen to it while I'm going about my business or my work. Um, spending time with my children if they'll if they'll let me. <laughs> How old are um, they now? Um 17 and 13. 
if they let me. Oh. <laughs> no, they're great. But they, yeah, obviously they bring me lots of joy. Um, so reading, music, you know, that first cup of tea in the morning, might be coffee for some people. Um, just taking time, just not rushing around while I'm drinking it, just taking time to sit down and really enjoy it and get focused. And then just getting to the end of the day and just realising that I'm grateful because I did make time for those things in my day. Just being happy about that. So your intention in the morning, how do you, could you share this process or are you willing to share this process with us to, it, it sounds so nice, but if you're like, what was that? I, I, I don't dare to ask. I want to ask for everybody now thinking what, what setting an intention means. It's not, it's nothing scientific. It's nothing complicated and you can do it however you like, but I just like to sit down and go through my diary, see what I've got on and then work around that, kind of build in the moments for me, the moments for family, um, the moments to do things that will bring me joy or make me happy or give me time to chill or relax and just kind of plan my day and set out everything I want to achieve. No pressure, no stress. So if I don't achieve everything, I'm not going to beat myself up at the end of the day. Um, but just kind of helps get my mind in order and just get me ready to, to start the day. So do you have a similar ritual? Yeah, when when I'm like when I'm doing good, I get up early and have time for myself because I have a meditation in my Facebook group from Monday to Thursday at 5.55. I love these, these numbers. So then we do a, a golden bubble meditation where we imagine to grow roots, you know, into the middle of the earth and pull up this golden energy, beautiful energy. And, and also the energy is looking forward to spending the day with us, you know, like, because down there, it's just floaty, um, perfect energy, like a little boring, maybe no adventures, you know, in the perfect energy state. So the golden energy is looking forward floating through your whole body and 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 spending the day with you and seeing and tasting and touching and 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 everything and then imagining like a, a spring it floats out of your head and then you're kind of in a in a golden curtain and you can push it out and then when it's it's at the edges it's like popping up to a bubble and you can walk around all day long and have your golden bubble <laughs> around you. I just love this. Sometimes in the city, I'm not now because of kind of lockdown in Switzerland. I'm not so often in the city, but it just feels you're, you're walking differently, you know, when you have this golden bubble around you. And then you can set intentions in the bubble. Like today, I want to be brave and, and bring some lightness in and trust me and life and, and the higher power if you believe in one and just having this these intentions floating around you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I love that. And, and it's for free in my paid group, so you can show up or not. And there is a group of people around 10, really every morning they're there. And then sometimes it's 15 or 20. And I I do it in Swiss German because it's the time zone, you know, I can't do it 
every hour when somebody uh -huh. else is showing up. But that's just now for myself too, because I'm ah, today, because Friday is my off day. And okay. then today I was like, no, I want to sleep, sleep in until seven o'clock when I have to get up, meet cover mm -hmm. school. So I would be, I would love to be more disciplined, but four days per week, I do that with my clients anyway. So mm. that's I, really good. Yeah, that's right. I have a similar one that I'm, I don't do every day. And I certainly don't do it at 5.55. <laughs> but it's imagining energy coming down from the universe from as far away as you can possibly imagine, a bright white light. And you just kind of, you mentally kind of open the top of your cranium and the white light kind of pulls into you. And it pulls all the way down into every cell, every atom of your body. And it goes all the way down through your feet into the earth into the root right into the core of the earth into the center and mixes with the earth's energy there and then they both come back up into your body so at the same time you've got the energy coming down from the universe and coming up from the center of the earth and they're all oh i love that you. yeah and yeah. that can really boost your energy and give you a real real lift and I, I should do that one more often actually i often forget but it's really powerful I, I love, love the, the idea of the I bubble. Love going down to the earth. I, I did some, you know, from stars, like star, star beams. And then you have the mix in your body, like the silver and the golden light. But going down and up again, I mm -hmm. love that. Thank so you the so much coming for down is a bright white light and the energy coming up is a kind of pinky color. So they all swirl together. But your bubble, I love your bubble. Idea. Yeah, you could do a bubble, you could create a bubble out of the mixture of your energy too. Uh -huh. Yeah, it's normally just a kind of protective layer, like an aura around you. But I love the idea of expanding it. And the bubble, the bubble is what I love to tell my clients to is like, take full responsibility for what's happening in your bubble. You know, you can't control the circumstances, but what you say or don't say on purpose and what you do and not do and and just how you think and feel you can take full responsibility within your bubble whatever the world is 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 doing and what's going on mm -hmm. and this responsibility that in a good way not like you're responsible but but like take care of what you do today mm -hmm. i love that that's and kind can... of an intention too mm. And you can control what comes into your bubble. So any kind of negativity or negative energy, you can just block it. It's like you're not coming into my bubble. Absolutely. And then what I also love is like if you if you need it, you can like in a finger snip, you have a, a mirror, a mirror layer like on, on your bubble, and then everything is is just um, reflected back. Like if you're mm -hmm boss or somebody is yelling at you you can imagine like the the mirror going on like this and like oh okay okay but not taking it in i know it's not so easy but it helps it, it mm -hmm. supports you yeah absolutely and yeah, it would be better idea. not being surrounded by yelling people anyway but um yeah if if you have to deal with situations like that it can mm -hmm. help just mentally having this just deflect it and I just have another thing. Did you did you try um, with colors? You know, 
I I um I don't know I don't remember where I learned that but like if you put yourself in a white bubble you're nearly invisible like also oh, really? at a party or in a, at an event or somewhere in a venue and and then you can imagine a red bubble and everybody's like oh who's that so you can really play around with uh, with this energy so I like to play around obviously yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to look into those colors because that sounds really fascinating. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Mm. And also when you when you have a bicycle and you lock it in the city, I always put a white bubble around it in my mind and it never, never, nobody touched my bicycle. Um, so, yeah, powerful, childish, joyful thoughts can have a big impact. That's uh, mm -hmm. That's for sure. I do it with the car when I'm driving. If I'm driving, I kind of put a bubble around the car. And what color do you choose? It's just, um, it's a transparent okay. bubble. Yeah. Transparent, but it's just a kind of protective layer of energy. That's so cool, you know, and that we can casually talk about that. <laughs> that's so cool too. People are going to think we're completely mad. Yeah, but that's uh, not our problem. And no. it's more fun to be a little mad, so... <laughs> Would you, would you tell us um, about EFT? And you said another technique I've never heard before, the imprint. Mm -hmm. Matrix re-imprinting. Yes. Would you share a little more about um, what, what that is and how it works? Also, the EFT, I think it's so val valuable to hear it from you. I have some videos where I explain it, but I'm not an EFT practitioner at all. And I love Brad Yates, but I just know it like kind of but you're the pro so I would love to hear from you okay um just a couple of like a minute of background I think it was about 5,000 years ago in um the monasteries the Taoist monks first documented energy channels running all through the body at meridians um but then it wasn't until about the 1960s in California in America maybe not California um, that a man called Gary Craig um, developed a technique to kind of tap into these energy channels and discovered that if you have any trauma or any kind of upsets, any emotional or physical disruptions, the energy channels can become blocked. <clears throat> so he, um, sorry, just a second. Your super cute mug, I love it. <laughs> So he discovered a process um, to help unblock the energy channel so the energy can flow freely and the, the distress, the emotional distress caused by the trauma or the events or the, the physical pain is released and people can heal. So it's often described as acupuncture without the needles because we just use fingertips to kind of tap on points which are meridian points on the face, on the hands, and on the body. And that helps to, it sends kinetic energy through the body to help release the blockages. Um, and it's a bit like if you imagine a river and it's the water's blocked by lots of logs, you just need to kind of chip away at those logs, take away a few of the logs, and then the energy, the water starts to flow, starts to flow again, and it's a bit like that. So, and the matrix re-imprinting, um, it's based on the, it's EFT, but it takes it a step further. And it was developed a few years ago by the 
Carl Davis, the man I trained, Carl Dawson, sorry, the man I trained in EFT with. And it's based on the fact that when we have a trauma, whether it's a big trauma, such as bereavement or abuse, or a small trauma, like a, not a small trauma, but like an accident or a big argument or something, then part of us freezes, you know, the fight or flight or freeze response, part of us freezes and that kind of part of us breaks off. But it's still in our energy field. Um, so that bit of trauma is always within us, always within our energy field. So in matrix re-imprinting, you will kind of, you tap and then you bring back into your mind this version of you that experience the echo when you interact with them, you talk to them, you tap on them, you bring in kind of resources they might need, whether that's a friend, a family member, even a color, something that makes them feel good. And then you just, in your mind, you tap on them to release their trauma and the belief that they caused, that they formed when that trauma happened. And for a child, it might be something completely innocent, like the parent saying, don't be silly or that was stupid. And they create a belief saying, wow, I'm really stupid. Or she rejected me because she doesn't love me. I'm not unlovable, which the parent has no idea about. And that wasn't obviously their intention, but that's the belief that this little child formed. And that belief can stay with you your whole life because the trauma is still there. And you can tend to attract experiences that will confirm this belief so you can go through life being rejected by people or finding people don't react well to you or might say hurtful things to you and you've no idea why you just it just kind of confirms your belief that, oh i'm not very likable or lovable people don't really like me um but if you go back into this memory often when you start tapping your subconscious will bring up the memory and the echo, the, the version of you that experienced it, so you can work on them to help resolve it, change, release that belief, create a new belief that I am likable, I am lovable, I attract beautiful people into my life who appreciate me, and then you re-imprint that belief. And then you and find a, the a little NLP, not, but it's similar, like, do a different programming in that moment where that happened or is that nothing to compare with i don't really know nlp to be honest so i can't really compare them but you're I working just did it on myself to to see the movie like failing at the test and then and then you change the movie and it's you're in a in a um she did auto you know, the relaxation technique, it's kind of a hypnotic state. What is the word? I just forgot. I have a total blackout about this word, but like you're super relaxed and then you imagine this, this uh, movie again, like you succeeding at this test, feeling calm, all the things you want without panic at attacks or, or just like, yeah, you can go through the test and know what you know and write it down and then this overwrites the panic of I can't do this um yeah it sounds yeah it sounds similar that's why I mm -hmm. why I I thought about it yeah. but you while you're tapping you imagine 
yourself, I am this child now, called out by, by your mother. Almost you're, you're kind of in your head and you bring into your mind this child who was shouted at, but you're, you kind of keep your distance. So you will go to the child and say, hi, I'm you in the future. Um, is it okay? You know, you're safe. Is it okay if we do a bit of work on this? And then you're kind of tapping on them in the matrix, you, the energy field. You imagine how you tap on them, but you do it on yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay, wow. Yeah, I can yeah. imagine. You're tapping, and you bring in something they might need, like a cuddly toy or, you know, their mum or anybody they might want. It's all led by them. You're having a conversation with them. If you bring in a parent, they can talk to their parents. You know, you can freeze people. It's really like, magical. Um, and, and you, your client, is it in a in a relaxed state of mind, or just closing eyes? And that's that's um, let's go. Mm -hmm, just closing their eyes. Um, you do. They you tap with them sometimes first. Um, if you need to bring up the memory or calm them down or something, and then you can just go into it. So hypnotic state, no trance, just close your eyes and off you go. Obviously, if you're dealing with a huge trauma, like abuse, you don't go back into the, the actual event, you'll go before or after, um, so you don't re-traumatise. But yeah, it can work, I've seen it work brilliantly with all kinds of things it's just it's oh, i just love it you know i i'm personally not a big fan of just talking through things with a psychologist it's it's you you just talk about it or i have some clients telling me like yeah well i i talked about it for hours didn't felt any difference and with all these techniques which might sound a little scary or just like oh, really but they go right to the issue in a in a in a gentle way. It's not like ripping out your trauma and then you're like, wow, what was that? And you can't. It's just so gentle and so so. Yeah, in a, in a loving way, and afterwards you feel the relief, like mm -hmm. a ton of bricks is is gone. That's just. It's not magic. It's technique and expertise, but it's just so cool to do it in another way. It is. I mean, I've got a lot of respect for psychologists and therapists. Me too. You know, that's 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 really really valuable. But sometimes other techniques are just um, mm -hmm. effective. Yeah. I mean, I know people who've had a lot of success with therapy, but it can take years and years. And you've got fifty minutes, and you talk and you talk, and you might just be getting to something really powerful. And you might be just coming to a really important moment. It's like, okay, time's up. See you next week. And you're like, <gasps> and you have to hold on to that for a whole week. Whereas this is just, this will just work through it. And if somebody's really upset, we're not going to say, okay, time's up. Off you go. You know, we're going to kind of manage that. And if it is something huge, we'll just put it in a box, put the lid on the box, lock it, put it away and deal with it next time. We're not going to let somebody go completely traumatized or so it's gentle but powerful and it doesn't take years usually <laughs> yeah that's i i i did some courses 
Do you know Malcolm Southwood? He's um, an English healer now over 80. Such a wonderful person. And he was living in Basel in Switzerland. Also working with the, together with the um, hospital there. So some, some doctors really trusted him. And, and sometimes they just brought him clients like, we will open this, this tummy in five, not five minutes, in a half an hour. But if you can do some 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 something, and then if he could manage to just resolve the whole thing, it was just so good. You know, just with energy, with laying the hands, like relaxing muscles, and then the the whole um, gut could just release everything in it, and they didn't have to do surgery. I mean, how wow. cool is that? Mm. And he always said, I have eight clients a day. I don't have time for like years and years of therapy, but I, I, I really don't want, and I, I feel you don't want to talk bad about psychiatrists and, and psychologists behind their back, not at all. But like, there are so many options. It's like with normal medicine, um, with, with the doctors, I really love to go to osteopathy for, for bodily, you know, like balance and everything. And my doctor, I love him, but he's like, oh, that's all crap. You know, like, yeah, you can talk whatever you want. I love to go to um, have my liver at the right place. You know, it's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe you should try talking to your doctor about matrix re-imprinting and see what the reaction is maybe maybe he's not open for that maybe yeah. <laughs> no i mean medical science is amazing i mean i've had asthma for most of my life and without drugs you know i might not be here um but there are so many other ways and i find that a lot of doctors now are open to alternative ways of healing and looking at issues but a lot still aren't so I have to be very careful what I say. Yeah, be careful or just don't bother. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, when they when you go and you have an issue and they say, oh, there's there's no there's no cause. It just happened. And you're like, ah, <laughs> sure about that. But you don't don't say anything because it's not really worth it. But and work on it on your own or find somebody to help you work on it yeah i once had a flickering in my eyes like little flashes and i was super stressed that i was working at two schools and and at the primary school and that wasn't at all my age where i felt comfortable i was working for 12 years at the professional school too and that was like the, these teenagers they were like my you know just perfect mm -hmm. fit we had such a good time together, but these primary school kids for only one morning, they drove me crazy. And I had this flickering in my eyes and they rushed me to hospital because my, what's that in, in behind the eye, you know, the, where the magic happens of seeing, mm -hmm. what's that? The, the, that the, it's not the retina, is it? Oh yes. The retina, the retina, the retina would, would go away. This, this layer could um, just okay. be damaged Detached. and have a hole and that would be, and they found nothing. And they were like, oh, that's interesting. That's not possible. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I had to go to controls after that. And I, I went to just the nearest eye doctor I could find. And she was a very, very old lady, really like 
I think after 10 years after retirement, but she just kept working because she was lovely, but she said, that's so funny. It, no, no stress can't cause this. She said, well, well okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. No problem. So did you, did you treat it or did it go away once you stopped working? No, I went to my, my coach back then. She was in Zurich and she had some energy things too with a, with a little, um, not it wasn't acupuncture, but with a little silver stick, she had to she she pointed on on points here, mm -hmm. and everything relaxed, and it was yeah, it was better immediately. And of course, like put down the stress levels, and um, take care of yourself, and sleep enough, mm -hmm. and all these things are so valuable too. Yeah, absolutely. Just the little stress. The little techniques people have for controlling their stress levels or if they know they're going to be in a stressful situation later just taking some kind of action to so they're prepared you know, so their kind of levels are down their stress levels are down and they don't go into the situation already stressed so you know, i know i'm going to be stressed so i'm stressed already yeah yeah so and tapping can be amazing for that you just kind of calm yourself down in preparation and do you teach people like scripts like brad yates or do you teach people writing their own scripts or how do you work with eft with your with your clients um it's all very individual so i don't teach people scripts i will i will create scripts based on what they tell me based on what their issues are and the conversation we've had um and that will change kind of sometimes every round, every tapping round that we do, it will be tweaked. Um, every session, it will be different, depending on what's happening then, how things have changed since the last one. I mean, Brad is just amazing. I love Brad to pieces. Um, but they're obviously, because they're on YouTube, they're just scripts. So if you're doing those, and they really do help thousands, millions of people, and I, I use them, I, I do use them, but you have to kind of, in your mind, you have to kind of keep in mind your own issue, your own specific thing, just to make it more targeted to you. Um, so if I'm working with someone, it will all be about them. It won't be just about kind of stress in general or anger in general. It will be about their specific situation and that makes it so much more powerful and then your clients are have like homework during the week until the next session or is is it mostly like one session and and the issue is resolved or how do you like um, if it's something sorry go on no 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 go on i was just gonna say if it's something like physical pain like they've got a stiff neck or something that can go after one session. Um, if you kind of find the the issue, you can clear that up quite quickly. Not always, but it kind of it happens quite often. Um, if it's something deeper, like some blocks or goes back to some childhood issue, then it will take longer. And I'd always encourage people to tap between sessions anyway, just because, just because, just because it's it's good, it's great, it's not going to do you any harm. If we've done matrix re-imprinting, then I would encourage people to re-imprint 
the positive memory and image and belief every morning as soon as they wake up. You know, that's there's a few minutes between waking up and actually kind of, oh my God, I've got to do this today, uh, that bit. Just that's the perfect time for just re-imprinting things in your mind. And then just before they go to sleep, when they turn out the light and they're relaxing, just re-imprint that. Um, ideally for about 21 days, but obviously we don't leave that long between sessions. So if you've just got a quiet moment in the day, you can just sit and go, yeah, that. And just, just close and your eyes and imagine it without without the tapping. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because at the end of Matrix re-imprinting, you create your kind of ideal scenario, how things will happen, who's there with you. You bring in the colors, you make everything as bright, as vivid, as realistic as possible. You see the colors, you smell the smells, you know, you can see everything, hear everything. It's all bright and as vivid as possible. And then you send that image down into every atom of your body and you bring it back up to your heart and you send it out to the universe. Just doing that, it doesn't need to take long, it can only take a minute. Just doing that whenever you can helps to kind of re-imprint it into your brain and imprint the new belief. So I would encourage people to do that as often as possible, but at least twice a day if they can. That sounds like a beautiful habit just, just for anything you wish for. Mm, absolutely. There's no harm in doing that. If there's something you really, really want, just kind of imagine it in as much detail as you can and just imprint that in your brain, send it all through your body, all through your mind, and just send it out to the universe. Wow, I love that. I see that I'm such a, uh, like, I see pictures when you describe it, you know, I see the beam like in a heart shape coming out of and going uh -huh. to the stars and everything is so colorful and bright and, and the smells and everything. So beautiful. Thank you so much. That's like now a gift you gave all the listeners and, and me. Really, that's uh, that's beautiful. Thank and you. even if you're not, um, even if you're not focusing on something specific, you can just kind of fill it with activity and with things that make you happy. So, you know, it could be hearts, balloons, teddy bears, flowers, colors that you like. And just send that through your body, fill it with love, with joy, with happiness, with contentment, all through your body and then back up and out as far as it will go. And and, and I really believe that all, already this, this thought is changing the world, you know, like the positive thought you are sending out is just so so beautiful for for the whole planet for even the whole universe so this it is and the more people who do it the bigger the the ripple effect will be yeah absolutely. the ripple effect that's something i'm i'm so such a big fan of too like just being nice to somebody and then you don't know what happens further you you do you i know that the it's a German movie, Lola Runs. Did you see that? It's quite old, but we are the same age, so I think you could know it. But I don't know if it was popular in the in the UK. I think it's 95 or, or 6 or something. Run, Lola Run, I think. that was. I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. 
I really have to look at, watch that again. It's, you know, that the coincidences, I don't believe in coincidences, but like li a little tweak could change the whole story. So mm -hmm. one time, the movie is, I think, three parts and every time something else, something little else was, was different. So the whole story was different. So you, you see her like bumping into a mother with a, with a baby car and then like, like flashlights, like ch -ch 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 -ch, you see the, the next outcome because oh. of this little incident. And there it's, it's, it's a, a, not a thriller, but it's kind of an action movie in a cute way. And um, I love to imagine this in a joyful way, you know, when I'm nice to this person or take my time to help somebody or just pick up something and run after this person, like, oh, you lost this, how the ripple effect can just, you never know, there is no movie like showing it to you, but it's a good feeling of the the stone you or the pebble you were throwing into the water like it is and i'm a big believer in paying it forward so if somebody does something nice for you even if it's just something like you're driving and somebody lets you out for them and obviously you can't say thank you or pay them back so just do something nice for somebody else and hope that they will do something nice for somebody else and then it will carry on. Um, but you just be kind. I mean, obviously we don't know what anybody else is going through. Just a smile and a good morning. And you never know, you might be the only person to smile at them that day. You might be the only person to say something kind to them that day. And that can have an amazing effect. So there's nothing nothing to lose by being kind yeah and it's a big difference between being kind and being nice so like mm -hmm. kind you can be as generous with kindness as you want and the niceness I think there is the beauty of having boundaries like no I don't do that you know that this this difference is something I discuss with my clients a lot too because mm -hmm. it's not the same no no I mean being nice often the motives are not the same. You know, you, you might be being nice to somebody, but it's not authentic to you. It doesn't feel quite right for you. Whereas I think being kind comes across as more authentic, if that makes sense. Absolutely. But just going back. You can't go wrong with kindness. And if somebody is responding like rude or 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 um, not receiving the kindness, that's not your problem. So you, if I always say, if you have enough energy, you know, in your golden bubble and you are have this overflow, you can even be kind to a person not being kind or very grumpy. That's like next level kindness, you know, when mm -hmm. you don't go into the argument or like you don't feel low or like, Ur. I have to defend myself so you can be even kind to this person. It's like, and and not every day. I can't do that every day. But um, mm -hmm. when I can, I'm like, yes. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Obviously, not everybody is going to react to your kindness, to your smile, to your good morning. But even if they don't react, even if they just kind of carry on walking and don't even acknowledge your existence, you never know somewhere it might just have 
got in there somewhere and at some part of the day they might think oh, somebody said good morning to me absolutely they might not and that's not your problem but they might and that's you know that's really powerful I think that's that's I just have this this rela re revelation now like the kindness is so such a nice feeling generates a nice feeling in myself without expectations that somebody has to say oh thank you very much it's just the kindness itself is just the present I give myself plus the outside world so no no expectations have to be met I think that's that's kind mm -hmm. of Absolutely. And I'm not, I mean, it sounds as if we're kind of saying some people might interpret it as, oh, I have to be positive and cheerful and happy all the time, which, you know, we're human. Nobody's positive and bright and sparky the whole time. But it's just kind of trying, even if you don't, you know, you're saying good morning to someone. You might not feel like saying good morning yourself, but just kind of saying it when somebody walks past you might help them but it can also help you if you're not feeling great just going around smiling at people um just saying good morning or hello you know that can raise your spirits as well as the other person so it can have a double effect yeah that's something i'm stressing out so much too like this smile like hello that's <laughs> It, I mean, you can feel the distress behind that smile right away. So never ever is that the positivity I mean, but, but really from the inside out, taking care of yourself, that you can be kind in the way you want to be kind, you know, overflowing, bubbly, or just very calm and quiet, both just your authentic way of showing up in this world. That's, that's. I think where we feel our best and and just it, life is good when we are in this the zone of genius. You you know Gay Hendrix book for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm just re-listening to it for the thousandth time, and and I'm getting again some nuggets like wow, it's so cool and so yeah. good. You tend to pick something up that's new every time, don't you? Like wow. And you know what, when you said about the paying it forward, you know, these cheesy videos, I love them. They really move me to tears, even on, on YouTube, like paying it forward videos. Do you know them? There are plenty. No, of them. no? no. like no, I, you might have seen them on, on Facebook or somewhere. I will I will look for some links and, and send it to you and put it underneath our in the, into the show notes underneath the video. Um, you know, like this person helps this person and then this person helps this person and just the pain. And it's so like, yeah, not. I, I don't have a problem with cheesiness, you know, if it's just in a good way. But um, yeah, there are plenty of very sweet videos on YouTube about this topic. It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> but you never know, even like, I think in Thailand, they are very um, popular, like these kind of videos. Okay. And then, um, you know, a, a person paying for the birthday cake for the little boy, even though the mother didn't have the money. And then yeah. 40 years later, the paying back is then 
is then coming back to this man. So it, yeah, I, I'll show it to you. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. an advert on TV. I don't know if it's on at the moment. It used to be on. And it's um, a little girl with her mother and they're kind of outside a shop. And the little girl, I think it's the mum's birthday. And the little girl goes into the shop to buy a bar of chocolate for her mum for her birthday and kind of an old shopkeeper and she gets a bar of chocolate, puts it on the counter, gives him a couple of points. She's pulling things out of her pocket to pay with like a couple of coins and a button and a little fairy doll, you know, a little toy, because she hasn't got the she hasn't got the money. And then the old shopkeeper just looks at her and you're like, well, please let him, you know, you kind of, please let him take these things. And um, he just smiles. And he gives her the bar of chocolate and takes the things and then the little toy he just kind of gives it back to her as change and it's just really beautiful it's really sweet um and you kind of there's no kind of you don't see anything nice happening to him later but you just really hope because that was such a lovely gesture just to let her buy the chocolate for her mom yeah, it's just really lovely and what is the commercial which company is is um i think it might be cadbury's Cadbury's chocolate. Okay, chocolate. Uh, it's a chocolate. It's a chocolate, obviously. Mm -hmm. Hello, Ronya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you never know. You never know. I like that. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the whole the whole uh, life experience. We have no guarantee. There is no. You said like nothing is granted, and um, with paying it forward, you don't know it too. It's a secret and maybe you'll you'll know later because of some very cool um, ways how life is going, but maybe not and that's okay too. Yeah, I sometimes find myself, if I let somebody out in front of me or I do something or say something, I just find myself thinking, I really, really hope they pay that forward. I really hope they do, but you just have to let it go. You know, you can't control it. You're probably never going to know. You just have to kind of let it go with good intentions. Just hope that the hope that the momentum carries forward. But we can only yeah, control. But it, it will anyway, in some kind of way. That's mm -hmm. that's what I really believe in. We don't have to micromanage our mm -hmm. kindness and the outcomes. It's just like, oh, this is good. This is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. when, when I was happen. a teacher now it's now it's now three years ago I quit after 12 years and and so the 15 years ago the, the students who were then 18 are now 15 years older <laughs> obviously <laughs> so sometimes I get some feedback like you were so kind in this little moment and I don't even remember that's what you're saying uh -huh. But it made a difference to them or, um, yeah, changed something or just the perception of teachers and school. And, yeah, we have an impact with every word we, we say and every action we do. And then I really think we shouldn't stress out like, oh, I have to have the perfect performance today. Like, just just, just be in the flow and, and listen to your intuition and trust yourself that that you will say the right mm -hmm. things. Otherwise, it's like, oh, do I? Yeah. Yeah, that's really powerful. That's really lovely that, you know, somebody's come back to you after all these years and said that you made a real difference. And it just reminded me of something I read. And when I first read it, I was like, wow. And I just, it, you know, some, you, sometimes you read something and you just have to think about it. You're like, 
wow and it was that you know we have obviously everybody has their own version their own image of what they like and we have our own image of how other people perceive us but i just read that there are as many versions of us in the world as there are people we've met every single person we've come into contact with even for just a second formed a different impression of who we are based on who they are based on their experiences their life just based on how they were feeling that day just everybody has a completely different image of who we are so there's no one version of us there's just as many versions of us as there are people we've interacted with and I was like wow <laughs> yeah that's really wow do you remember where, who who wrote that or where you read it that I would love to I don't, but I'll have a look and I'll see yeah, if I can cool. send you a link. Because I just had goosebumps on all all over my body. That's so true. Mm. And it's not something we think about, is it? We just no. think, well, we're us. Everybody sees us how we are. But now everybody sees us completely differently. I just, I, I, I bought the magazine or I booked the magazine for the whole year for, for Mika. She's now 10. And there is a new girls, only for girls magazine, beautifully made, like very feminist and, and, you know, like, like not the topics of like beauty and makeup and you should please boys that you have a boyfriend or just, oh, yeah. I can't believe that these magazines are still out there and so popular. <sighs> and, and it was a cool illustrated um, about selfies, you know, two selfies and the perception of Two girls like oh she's so beautiful oh she's so cool she has so many friends and then the next theme is how the circumstances is the beautiful girl has um no money and the dad is calling her out that she bought another makeup instead of food for her little sister and the the, the other girl with the with the lot of friends on the picture she had the parents were arguing like you never know, as you said, what, what somebody is going through. And all these perceptions are so difficult to manage for the little ones and social media mm -hmm. to, yeah. to um, not feeling like less than worth something or just comparing is so, so yeah, it's, I, I think comparing is not dangerous per se, but like, yeah, it could be impacting you in there yeah that sounds like a brilliant magazine yes it really is and it's in french oh you could you you know french so it's french and german now just they just started a crowdfunding and mm -hmm. they started last in december it was the first and it's only every second month but it's it's just a beautiful piece of art even i'm really happy to um yeah yeah. When I think back to the magazines I used to read when I was younger and it's, you know, it's all about makeup and you must look like this and you must look, you must lose weight and be this size and just pressure, just, you know, just unrealistic expectations. But you take those on as a young person. You think I must, this is how I need to be. This is how I need to look if I'm going to fit in and please people and nobody will like me if I'm overweight or underweight or, and it's just so much pressure that we shouldn't, we don't need. How do you deal with that with your kids? They're even older. I mean, at 17, you're, you're grown up. You can, 
yeah, even at 10, you have your own opinion and you will make your way anyway. <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, how, how did you manage to, to navigate through these Just waters? kind of, you know, that we never, there was never such, such a magazine as the one you just described, but I would always say, you know, you have to be your own person. Um, you can't fit into stereotypes. I remember an article, there was something on YouTube or in the press um, about showing the real images behind the images that we see in magazines. So the person who's on the front cover of the magazine, just showing, if it's a young person's magazine, just showing what she looked like when she when she got out of bed in the morning or when she arrived at the studio before she had all the makeup and the nice clothes and the you know the flattering lighting and everything just showing the real person and the floor everything they airbrush out and showing people um models or people they put in magazines to demonstrate the clothes just showing how they tweak how they use their techniques to tweak their body so their waist is thin and you know their shoulders are back and their face is perfect just showing them the real images behind that that was a real eye-opener as well. It's like, oh, these people are not actually like that in real life. They just look like anybody else does. And if I walked past them in the street, I wouldn't notice them because they're just normal people. Um, it's kind of don't base your life on these unrealistic expectations. So, But it's hard. I mean, they still, you know, people, young people still interact with their friends. Um, I remember when I was at school, I had a friend who never, ever came to school without lots and lots of makeup. And I didn't notice until one day she came in without the makeup. Now I thought she was about to die. (laughs) She was just, she looked beautiful, but it was just several shades paler than she had been. And it's just, you know, nobody needs to cover themselves up. Unless they want to, if they want to, that's fine, as long as they're not hiding behind it or protecting themselves from something. If it gives you a boost, then great, go for it. If it makes you feel kind of happier and just makes you feel a little bit more confident. But nobody should feel they have to do that to fit in or to be accepted. I think that's really important to learn. Yeah, and in the end, it's again from the inside out, and that's what your work is doing like clearing up, chipping away the, the locks that your flow of energy is flowing. And then you're more stable in your own like life and, and, and who you are. And not so you're not so easily like pulled over or knocked over, mm-hmm. but it's a process. I think I really look forward to evolving seeing evolving my daughter because it's so different and I'm different than my mom, even though my parents did a beautiful, you know, they, they, their parenting, I'm still in a, in a very beautiful relationship with them, but oh, I had such a hard time in school and fitting in was hard and everything was hard in school. And, and now I see my girl, but she has the confidence of my husband, you know, it's, it's just amazing to be in life and, and watch, things evolve and change and grow and mm-hmm. and with EFT it's just about uncovering who you are you know the real you and we all have it inside us and it's taken years to kind of cover that up 
the layers have been piled on over the years, you know, the doubt, any hurtful comments, it's all kind of piled on top of us. So it's just kind of peeling that onion back, just peeling it away till we get back to the real you and you can find, refine that self-belief and self-confidence. And be just, be just yourself and find out who you want to be. I think that's that's so beautiful. You you can be quiet, you can be loud, you can be quiet this day and loud the other day. You don't have to, you just don't have to fit in a mold at all. No, you don't have to be what anybody else wants or expects you to be. You can just be you. And if people don't like that, that's not your problem. Not your problem at all. We nearly did that already. Like your message to the world. I like like to to close the, the hour with with just your message. Like the whole world is listening. It's possible that everybody is listening to our conversation. So what would you say just to the world? I would just say just be yourself. You know, you can't be anyone else. Why yourself? So just embrace that. If you need to just take time for yourself, do it. If you need to be quiet and go within for a while every day, do it. Do whatever you need to do. Um, just, but just try your best to find your, your authentic self, your confidence, and just be real. You'll have a much greater impact in the world if you can just be your real self. So just go for it. Just try and find joy and find beauty in everything you can. Thank you so much, Angie. It was like the hour flew by and um, we will post all the, the website and all the contact details of your of you behind behind the video below the video and in the show notes that everybody can find you to book an EFT session with you because yeah because I mean first you have to learn about what's EFT and then you can go to Bradiates or and then if there is something around it's just so helpful to have to have mm -hmm. professional help absolutely it is it can really help make a big difference but yeah. thank you Ronya thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for having me on your podcast it's been amazing thank you so much for your beautiful energy just we will change the world by being ourselves that's that's um that's for sure thank you so and I, much and I hope it won't be another okay. I hope it won't be another five years till we next speak yes let's meet in person yes bye bye okay, take care Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this interview as much as I did. Please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes if you liked it. Also make sure to join my free joy group on Facebook to discuss this episode and other joy topics. And you can find the link to it in my show notes on joyismycompass.com slash blog. If you are looking for ways to incorporate more joy into your daily life, I've got the most awesome tool for you. Head over to joyismycompass.com UA to hire your personal universal assistant. What is that? You'll find out. Just click on the link joyismycompass.com UA. 
see you in the next episode.